Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast with your host, me, Laura Royal of DNA Coach. This is episode nine of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast, the podcast for all things coaching, leadership, people and culture. Today's episode is all addressing how we revolutionise retention in our workplaces and create a cracking culture. So get your earphones at the ready or your speakers cranked up and let's head straight in to today's topic. Okay, I think you know me well enough by now that I speak quite freely and quite frankly, quite openly about all things that are important in the world of workplaces, all things coaching, leadership, people and culture. And it's so important in the world that we work in today that we build workplaces and spaces, wherever that might be, the physical environment or our home office locations, that people feel enabled, they feel empowered, they feel able to have all the opportunities around them to be at their best. Now, I'm going to be quite provocative, shall we say, in today's episode because there's been so much talk recently in the news about change, the ever-changing landscape of the world of work today. I completely understand that this is still a really pertinent topic because we don't know what's around the corner. There's all sorts of talk about recession, everything that's going on in terms of cost of living, whether people are not are going back to the office or not, or if they are continuing to work from home or in a hybrid model. There is so much change going on in the world today that impacts how we show up for work. There's resignations, great or not, quitting quietly or not. Lots of articles in the press recently about those very subjects. And it's all about how we help people show up to be their best or as best as they can be in the world of workplaces. And I am often asked key questions by HR leaders, senior leadership teams, chief executives, everyone in the workplace space asking what's the one thing Or what's the biggest thing that can be done in order to revolutionise retention? How do we retain our great people? How do we keep them in our organisations? And how do we attract fantastic new talent? And also, how do we in turn create a cracking workplace culture? What do I mean by that? It's about creating a workplace culture that's truly awesome, that people want to show up and work within that they feel valued and they feel like it's the enjoyable thing to be doing. We spend an extraordinary amount of time in our work setting, wherever that might be. It has to be enjoyable. Otherwise, what's the point? We need to be encouraging workplaces to think differently. It's no longer all about snazzy office locations, city centre with beanbags and foosball machines, if that's still a thing. It's so much more than that. And today I'm going to share with you some revolutionary comments, if you like, on what is the answer to how you revolutionise retention and create a cracking workplace culture. Okay, are you ready for it? Are you maybe sitting comfortably? Do you need to grab a pen and paper? Here I'm going to answer the question, how do I revolutionise retention and create a cracking workplace culture in my organisation. Ready? Three, two, one. It's quite simply being a good human being and encouraging your teams to be exactly the same. There, I said it. That is essentially how we 
revolutionise retention and create that cracking workplace culture. It's by being a good human being and encouraging others to be so as well, to think and to do all of the things that demonstrate great human being qualities. Why is it so simple? Honestly, I the mind boggles the amount of times that I'm asked for what's the big strategy? How do we do this? And there must be more to it than that. Or we have to be putting lots of systems and policies and procedures in place. And whilst that might be appropriate, culture is a feeling. We want to encourage people to feel a sense of belonging working in your organisation. How do we get that sense of belonging? It's by treating people the way we would do by welcoming someone into our home for the first time. Think about the opportunities that you have in your ho- your household today, your homes, and we are maybe getting some work done in our homes. We are decorating or we have someone come to visit. What's the first thing that you do when someone arrives at your door that needs to enter your house? You give them a warm welcome. You might offer them a beverage of some description, but it's all about that sense of belonging. You make them feel welcomed. And I guarantee there is nothing else other than demonstrating being a good human being to create the foundation to retain your great people, revolutionise your retention within your workplace, keep your great people, retain them and encourage new people to join the organisation and in turn create that absolutely wonderful cracking workplace culture that we all seek out, that we all want to be part of in order to create that further sense of belonging. So now that we have the answer to the age-old question, how do we revolutionise retention and create a cracking culture? The answer quite simply being by being a good human being and encouraging others to do so. It's as simple as that. Now, there is the opportunity for us to create an enjoyable, inclusive workplace in everything that we do. It's everything about how we think and how we do. And I'm going to give you some strategies to underpin that element of how we show up and be a good human being in our workplace and how we encourage that for others as well. Because it's not elusive, it's not rocket science, it is that simple. It's a quality that we are absolutely all capable of demonstrating, but it does come down to a choice and the choice is yours. The choice is all of our choices individually. Now, we know the what, the what is be a good human being, but let's think about what the how is of that. How do we be a good human being? Now, you might be thinking to yourself, wow, Laura's really going to share with us how we show up as a good human being in the workplace. I know you know how to do this. But sometimes we might be under pressure and we might not show up at our best and we might have our colleagues not showing up at their best. There might be things going on for them inside work or outside of work. So it's an opportunity for us to demonstrate great practices and great behaviours in order to continually show up and be that great human being. So the how factor is quite simply, number one, listen to your people. What are they saying or not saying? truly listen to what's going on in your workplace. You can do this in multiples of ways, but listening is critical. It is so important that we listen to what our people are saying. Not only our people internally, but our clients, our stakeholders. We need to consider our customer. Who is it that we sell our products or services to? We need to be listening to absolutely everyone. Our people isn't solely the people that show up at work, it's absolutely everyone. But in order to provide a great service 
to the people that purchase your products or services, we need to support the internal people first and foremost. So listen to your people. What are they saying? And potentially, what are they not saying? Talk with your people, talk with your team members, talk with your colleagues. And it's really important that we recognize the talk with them. Don't talk at them. It's so important to share what's going on in your organization. When we are going through periods of change, people quite rightly become a little bit unsettled, perhaps a little bit nervous about what may or may not happen. Now, at this moment in time, you might not have an answer for what that looks like in three or six months time or longer and therefore think, well, I've got nothing to share, so I don't need to give anyone any update or share information because I've got nothing to share. That is not the way to engage and retain your people because whilst people feel unsettled and perhaps a little bit worried about what the future might look like for them, they'll start looking elsewhere. And if you have great talent in your organisation, of course, you want to retain them. So talk with your people, share what's going on. If you don't have an update, share with people that you don't have an update. That in itself becomes an update. Hopefully you get my methodology there and you get my meaning. It's so important that we share what's going on with our people. Talk with people, not at them. Almost communicate three times more than you typically would do, especially in periods of change. So that was number two. Number three is about being curious. Curiosity is something that I've always been. I was even, you know, um, suggested by my parents that I was such a curious child because I would always ask questions. I'd always want to know the inner workings of things, what people think, and it's still the case today. And I think being curious and demonstrating that curiosity muscle in the workplace is super vital. Don't be afraid to ask questions, but of course, make sure you listen to the answers. Asking questions of your people about what's working for them inside of work and out. What's their viewpoints? What ideas do they have to make change and move forward? It's all about getting conversations going and keeping them going, especially if we're in this space where there is potential that people may resign or quietly quit, which we'll come to a little bit later. But it's think about how we get conversations going. And that is, again, about showing up and being at your best and being a great human being in the workplace. Number four is quite simply be interested. Be interested genuinely in the people around you. Include them in what you're doing. Include them in as much as you possibly can. Understand who your people are. Understand what their why is. What's their purpose? Why do they show up? Why do they want to work for your organisation? Why have they chosen the vocation in life that they are demonstrating and bringing as a contribution to your business? What makes that person tick? This helps create a sense of belonging and inclusivity. Get people talking with one another across departments, across functions, across geographic locations. We've got the opportunity to do that now more than we've ever had in previous years. So be interested in the people around you. Number five, recognise. Recognise the value and the contribution of your people and help them move forward or make change in their areas for development. Now, let me caveat that with, not everyone wants to progress in terms of moving up a career ladder or trajectory. Progression or promotion might not be in everyone's sights. Some people are already working in a position that's reached what their ambition is or was in the past and they're doing it because they have passion for it, they love it, it brings them a sense of comfort, of joy, of satisfaction, of engagement. Don't just assume that someone has to move up the ladder. So it's important that we know our people, again, point four, if we 
take that genuine interest and knowing our people will know what it is that they want to do and what they want to bring to your organisation. It's important that we recognise the value and contribution. We don't want to be stretching people above and beyond their means. We often talk in the world of work about people putting in discretionary effort. And yes, whilst I'm a fan of discretionary effort, it has to be discretionary. We shouldn't be enforcing people to take on too much or do more or uh, as a, a conversation I had uh, with a colleague recently about asking people to go the extra mile. What does that even mean? Does that mean I'm going to be doing lots of lunchtimey, tea timey projects or things that's going to keep me up late at night or over a weekend or putting in, a, in extra time? I even had a conversation with a, a friend of mine today, uh, quite simply about, well, you know, we're moving toward a landscape that has reduced work time. So we're maybe looking at flexible opportunities, four day work weeks rather than five. So how do we factor that into our working time without having to go above and beyond in terms of the time that we put in? We need to recognise the value and contribution that our people are already working with us on. Number six. Number six is ensure work is an enjoyable place to be. Now, don't mistake this for a workplace that's filled with toxic positivity by everyone running around being all jazz hands or chucking frisbees around the office 24-7. But consider what makes your workplace or a person's role enjoyable. It could be anything. It could be the great work you do, the location, the hours, the perks, anything at all. Again, having conversations with our people will understand what that is. Number seven, provide equitable opportunities in your workplace, develop your people, coach them, mentor them, empower them. It's not a one size fits all. Understand where people are, where they've came from and where they like to get to and ensure people are justly remunerated for the role that they do. Ensure that we have uh, equity and that we have parity in that as well. And lastly, and this is the underpinning factor to truly demonstrating being a good human being, Number eight, don't use the topic of candour as an excuse. And I'm going to be blatant here. Don't use the topic of candour as an excuse to be shitty. And also don't be shitty in general. <laughs> yes, share feedback that's helpful, but do so in a psychologically safe way. Don't share feedback that comes across as mean or rude or aggressive. Don't hide behind guises of poorly demonstrated qualities. So for example, if you would describe yourself naturally as an assertive person, well, that's great. Assertiveness is a useful characteristic or skill to have. But if that manifests itself as being borderline or outwardly rude or aggressive to another person, then let's be honest, quite simply, you're being shitty. Hashtag be kind. <laughs> be kind to others and yourself too. Absolutely appropriate because it's draining superbly draining, wandering around, being shitty and mean or being a grumpy old pigeon all day long who no one likes or wants to be around. Don't be that person. Show up as a great human being. That is the underpinning factor to revolutionising retention and creating a cracking workplace culture. Now let's look at the why behind all of this, shall we? So here is the why. Why are we doing this? Now, according to the wonderful Simon Sinek, who I absolutely love. Hi, Simon, if you're listening, <laughs> we can only wish. 
We start with why. You'll have read his book, I'm sure, seen his video footage where he talks about the golden circle, where we start with why. But here I've ended with why. Because if you do some soul searching, you'll find that whatever your personal and professional why is in life, I guarantee it will always track back to being something to do with being a good human being. I guarantee you didn't wake up every single day and think, I'm going to go in today and purposely be shitty, okay? So if you find yourself not doing the demonstration of being a good human being, ask yourself the question, why is that? Why am I not demonstrating a great human being quality? Is what I'm saying, is what I'm doing or what I'm demonstrating or how I'm coming across or how I'm being right now, demonstrating the behaviours, the principles, however you want to think about it, of a good human being? And if yes, then great. Please, please continue doing that. Spread that even further. We want to ensure that you as leaders in the business or great colleagues are extending this to absolutely everyone. It doesn't just land at the leader's door to demonstrate great human being qualities. It's about everyone showing up and being at their best and demonstrating these great principles and practices. Now, if the answer to that question is no, I don't always show up as being a good human being, or maybe I recognise that a lot of the things I do doesn't demonstrate that quality at all, then do something today to change that. You might rediscover something truly wonderful in the mundane of having to work to pay our ever-increasing bills, because let's be honest, I'm sure if we all had an abundance of money in the background, we probably wouldn't work as hard and as long as we, we currently do. So think about that for just a second. If you want to retain great people in your organisation, if you want to attract the right people in your organisation, if you want to ensure that your, your workplace and your business is recognised locally or globally as a wonderful place to work, that you truly have that demonstrated cracking workplace culture, then how awesome would that be? If that's what you truly want to be able to demonstrate in your workplace, it starts absolutely with you and the behaviours that you show up with every single day. It truly is that simple. But as I said earlier, the choice is absolutely yours. I mentioned earlier in the episode the concept of quiet quitting, which has gained more traction in the mainstream media over the last couple of weeks, down to it becoming a hashtag uh, as a TikTok trend. But it's not a new thing. Many people in your organisation, maybe for yourself and your past, have quiet quitted, if that's the right phrase. So it's not a new thing. I can speak from my own personal experience that I have absolutely mindfully checked out of at least two organisations in my earlier career and I've mindfully checked out long before I've resigned from that organisation and taken the opportunity to move elsewhere. So I have quietly quitted as we now know it as a label but I would have mindfully checked out and that's been for a number of reasons, becoming disengaged, uh, lots of promises made but nothing coming to fruition, opportunities for development not being uh, present, uh, not feeling part of a team or that sense of belonging, being excluded um, has also fueled that, not aligning with my own values any longer. I worked for an organisation before where it became apparent that there was a lot of emphasis placed on uh, money first, people second. And I found that a little bit of a challenge. Yes, of course, we're in business to make money and organisations need to do that in order to keep our people. But there needs to be a balance and, and an organisation I worked with. It just felt like the values weren't aligned. 
I've become unsettled in an organization and I've just taken I was going to say they're my foot off the gas. I don't know if that's entirely true. I've still showed up at work and done exactly what I'm expected to do, probably put in a little bit more effort, but I've got to the stage where I've become fed up with the organisation and I've just been a little bit like, as a concept, if you can hear that coming through the speaker. So it's just to think about what that represents or looks like in your organisation. And that's why it's so important that we show up as a good human being and we listen first and talk second, because that will allow you to observe the culture of what's truly going on in your business today. Take that opportunity to find out from your people what's working for them and what's not. Take that opportunity to make a change where it's needed. It's so vital that we look after people. Goodness knows what's going to happen over the next year or longer. Talks of recessions, all sorts of things going on. So think about that for a second. Has anyone in your organisation become really, what's the word I'm looking for? Disengaged, I suppose, is the best word that I can describe. And if that is the case, is that a representation of a wider culture that's perhaps going on in your business? And what can you do to affect and change that today? So there you have it. Mind-blowing stuff, I am sure. The answer to the question, how do I revolutionise retention in my organisation? How do I create a cracking workplace culture? It's quite simply by showing up and encouraging everyone else to show up and be a good human being First and foremost, that is the easiest foundation to set in your business. Now, do you subscribe to the podcast? If so, well done. You will shortly be receiving our toolkit for today, which addresses all eight statements that I made earlier on, on the how that we demonstrate being a good human being that will be present in your toolkit. And if you're not a subscriber, why ever not? goodness knows, get yourself over to www.dnacoach.co.uk forward slash podcast to subscribe. You can also listen to all our previous episodes on that channel or access through wherever you normally listen to your podcast like you're doing today. Apple, Spotify, wherever that may be. We are absolutely everywhere. Thank you, as always, for joining me on the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast. And if you do want to encourage your teams to take that approach of being a good human being and demonstrating that great culture, and you want to have a further conversation about that with me, you're more than welcome to book in some time with me. You can access my diary, www.dnacoach.co.uk forward slash kappa. Do turn up with a cuppa, nothing better. And you can book in a little half hour slot with me and we can talk about what your business needs or what your individual needs are. More than happy to do so. That's all from me though for now. Have a great start to your week, the first full week of September. And I look forward to you joining me for next week's episode on the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast. Take care and bye-bye for now. <music>